As I've studied scripture through seminary, one of my professors stated, names and places, especially in scripture, plays a very important role in the story, and most importantly, understanding the passage and the narrative. And so as you study the scriptures, you really have to pay attention to the name because it adds another layer of complexity of interesting and really opens up the scripture in new light. And so I think today we really have to look at the story of Zacchaeus and really look at the name Zacchaeus. Because in scripture, name signifies their dignity, who they belong to and the sense of belonging and most importantly, relationship. Because it speaks to who that person is. And even today, for some of us, our name, our own personal name, speaks to who we're called to be and who we're meant to be. And there's a reason behind why our parents named us the way they did. And so when we look at Zacchaeus, his name means to be pure or innocent. Pure and innocent here is not just blindness of simplicity, but innocent here is true of heart. Where is his heart really meant to be and to belong to, to be in relationship with? And we see in Zacchaeus' life, he himself is a tax collector, a chief tax collector for that matter. Someone who has power, who has recognition, who has money within society. Because Jericho wasn't just any ordinary place in Israel, but Jericho was the hodgepodge of everyone internationally. Think of it like New York City, where all these other countries come together to gather together to exchange merchandise, to do business, and to sell their product. And so Jericho becomes this epicenter of culture, of life. But it's also the last point to get to Jerusalem. So for Zacchaeus today, we hear that he's meant to be pure of heart, innocence, in right relationship, and belonging to someone. And that belonging to is to Christ. We see that in Zacchaeus' story as he yearns and looks for something. He hears the call within his heart, and he's yearning and looking for something. He hears about this man named Jesus coming into Jericho and he's seeking something from him. He can't explain what he's seeking and yearning for, but there's something about Jesus that is drawing him to Jesus. So he does whatever he can to seek him. This man we hear in our scripture is short in stature and there's a large crowd that is gathering in Jericho to meet Jesus. I don't know about you, but when it comes to a large crowd and a stature like me that's short, it doesn't really work out very well because you really can't see anything. But being short, short stature, it's hard to really get in and through the crowd. It's either you're really tall and you can see everything or really, really short so you can just dodge and squeeze in between everyone to make your way to the front. But it didn't stop, it didn't stop Zacchaeus from encountering Jesus. What it teaches us today is we all have a call. We all have a vocation. 
Every day of our life, we're answering and responding to a call, an invitation within us. We can't explain what that call is. We just know within us, there's this nudge to go somewhere, to do something, to be led somewhere in our life. But the challenge we have is we ourselves put up these barriers within that. Because I'm uncomfortable, I don't want to go. Because I know there's something expected of me in this call, and I don't want to do it. This is going to challenge me and make me uncomfortable by answering and responding to this call, and therefore I don't want to. It's very much like Zacchaeus. The crowd, his short stature, could have been the end of the story where Zacchaeus said, nope, I'm not going to go see Jesus. I'm done. This is too much. But he pushes through that challenge to go seek something that he's yearning for. So how many times in our life do we continue to hear that call, that tug within our hearts to respond and to answer that call? We hide and run away from that call and we don't want to hear it. We don't want to accept it. Because like Zacchaeus, and as we hear the story, we as outside readers know exactly what happens to that call. Because when we respond to that call, that invitation, that personal invitation Jesus has for each and every one of us, there's an expected action that comes from it. Jesus calls the case and said, I'm coming to your house. And that action calls him to climb down from the tree and respond to that call. That call, therefore, then transforms and changes him forever. He doesn't become the same person he is anymore. Because we hear he gives away his possessions to those that he, he's wronged. So that transformation and change begins within us. And we ourselves know that if we do respond to that call, the change will happen within our own hearts, within our own lives. And none of us want change. None of us want to be transformed by that call None of us really want to be made anew. But what is our call? What are we meant to do? We're meant to follow Jesus Christ. The name that we were given at our baptism marks us for the dignity of a son, a daughter of Christ, who is created in the image and likeness of God. We belong to God and we're called to be in relationship with him. Each in its particular way. And so we all have our story. We all have our challenges. The Zacchaeus story, as I was reflecting on it, really is a reflection of my own journey to where I'm at today. As a kid, there was this nudge and tug to become a priest because there was something about the priesthood that was drawing me to it. Because I remember sitting in the choir loft at Christ the King at the Easter Vigil, looking at my pastor and wondering, what is it about him that is so attractive, that is so appealing to me, that is drawing me to that call? And I didn't understand what that call was, what that invitation was in my life. Until as I got older and really started understanding and recognizing what my pastor did. He was truly a spiritual father to his community. He was always present in different ways, shape, or form. 
He would pop into different ministries, say hi, check in on his kids, and see how they were doing, provide for them as best as he could, and just made sure that they were doing well. That was the call, that was the tug, the initiation that God called me in my relationship with him. But just like Zacchaeus, I put up roadblocks. I put up things that prevented me from really responding and encountering Christ because I was afraid. Priesthood's not a cool thing. You're living a life of isolation, of loneliness. Why would you want to become a priest? Why would you give up your life to Christ and follow him? So I decided to run away from it. I, didn't, I chose not to listen to him because that was the easy thing to do. And as he kept calling and calling, he called me by name and said, Lynn, I want you to become a priest. And instead of responding like Zacchaeus and being transformed by that call, I said, no, 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 Lord, I'm going to stay over there. I'm going to choose my way of life. I'm going to choose what I want to do. And that's it. You have no say in it. And then I got into high school and began to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do with my life? How am I supposed to respond to this call? How am I supposed to live my life according to your will as your son in right relationship with you and belonging to you? And he kept calling, Lynn, I want you to become a priest. I want you to become a priest. But I never wanted to be transformed by that call because I knew what the result was. If I responded to that call, I wasn't going to be liked by society, just like today in our gospel reading. Everyone was quarreling about the fact that Jesus was coming into Zacchaeus' home. Jesus would then be marked as unclean. I would have been seen as someone crazy. Who would follow Christ? Who would give up their life? Who would give up marriage for a greater call? In their right mind, no one would really do that. But when he calls you by name, he calls you for something greater. He calls each of us for a particular mission. And in that call, in that response, there is a transformation. And so when I finally gave up fighting that call, when I finally gave myself up to Christ and decided to climb down the sycamore tree and said, Lord, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to change my life forever for you, and I'm going to give everything back to you. Was there such a freeing feeling within myself, a final transformation and admission that, Lord, you are the one guiding me in my life. You are the reason why I do everything, and when I hand it over to you, nothing really matters. Nothing is going to impact and make it worse. And I can promise you, ever since then, everything has been the greatest ride. Responding to that call and freely and being transformed by that call has become the most powerful thing that I have ever done in my life. And I do not regret one bit of it. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we look at the story of Zacchaeus, we're looking to see and seek within ourselves that call. We each are being called by name for a particular mission. To be led somewhere, to be somewhere, to be someone for somebody. 
But are we willing to answer and respond to that call? Are we open enough to be the instrument of Christ to others and be transformed by that call forever? Or are we so scared? Are we so uncomfortable in that situation and afraid of God's call to not respond? And so let us look at our life. Let us look at our own vocation to see where God is calling us. He's not calling us just to sit around and be somewhere. He's calling us to act, to do something with our lives, to help promote and be his instrument. And so we're called to act on that. So let us act on our call. Let us do what Christ has called us and let us be transformed every day by that call, by that invitation from the Lord and live out that transformed life like Zacchaeus did in our gospel reading today. Amen.